Welcome to the Small Fictions Podcast. Every week, three aspiring, slash, totally shit writers create short stories and send them to an English teacher for grading. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Alex, and Elliot. So we should probably start with a warning. Warning to everyone listening that this is an adult podcast with we are constantly talking about boners and farts. So don't expect children's stories in this episode. Yeah, this is not for kids. Turn off now. You've been warned. Don't complain to the cops, please. Is that fair enough warning, guys? Or do you want to yeah, say anything extra? I think that's fine. I don't think you need the warning. I changed my story to something which is just a star material um oh, great. you two you two may have submitted some filth which isn't fit to be read to kids but i think mine's mean, uh, as it's, it's on theme you mean uh, what we all agreed that we would do hits the, hits the mark yeah screw you guys fair <laughs> enough turncoat no I, I didn't agree to anything i just i just said that my st- i actually abandoned my story in the end my oh. first one but i wonder before we um well i hope i'm not continue. the only one that submitted filth Mr. Teacher, would would you fancy reading my abandoned story? Just, I mean, it's only half a story. Uh, yeah. I popped it into the folder, Mr. Teacher, and it's called the Muffalo. Oh, the Muffalo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That doesn't sound appropriate. At a all. Muffalo. What's yeah. a Muffalo? A Muffalo. Why don't you know? Ah, no, he's never read it. He's just no, like, you know, what are you talking about? We, we, don't have, we don't have kids. We've never actually read The Gruffalo. <laughs> Special bonus story. Okay, The Muffalo. <laughs> Strong start. Growled the growly old muffalo. You're such a great big hairy growler, said Jemima. I'm going to call you Growler from now on. The muffalo burped and spat a fish at Jemima. Screamed Jemima. Growler, that's disgusting. It absolutely stinks of fish in here now. (laughs) Jemima scooped all her toys into her backpack and stood up, pouting. I'm leaving, she said, and stomped out of the stick hut they'd made. The muffalo lumbered to its feet, smashing the stick hut to pieces. Oops, growled the muffalo. Jemima put her hands on her hips and waggled her finger at the muffalo. Growler, you've broken our castle. It's ruined. Is that yeah, as far as I got? Fuck, I thought, fuck this. Yeah, no. So do you know what I had in my head was going to happen after that? Was the, the muffalo was going to create a bigger stick fort like a massive one with trees instead of sticks and then we're going to climb to the top of it and see a load of other mufflos walking through the forest and she's going to keep calling them growlers and some of them are going to be bald some of them are going to be really stinky and it was just like an endless vag gag story yeah um, no, it would have worked yeah <laughs> i well i haven't heard your actual story but i would say that what you've done there is better <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, you won't be able That's to change better. your mind on that. Okay, yeah, you might be right. Um, I might regret not submitting that one, even if it was half finished. Um, 
but yeah, that was the that was the muffalo. Well, I was just going to su- suggest if we're reading abandoned stories, I I, I thought mine was a guaranteed you. Oh right. Jesus! Look, look, this this can't be a weekly. I'm very happy to do it on a, as a one off. Sure, but like it's bad enough reading your dribble that you submit. I don't <laughs> want to be. I don't want to be reading all the stuff that didn't make the grade. No, I I totally get it. Um, maybe we'll just skip it then. No, no, it, no. It's... I think I think we have to now because I think we have to consider I want to hear how it. it weighs up against the other one. But just going back to the muffalo, I thought it was going to go. I thought it was a, a sort of. Um, societal commentary commentary mm-hmm. i thought that um the girl quite liked the idea of mixing it up with uh the kind of symbolic lower classes and uh, this idea of wanting to uh wanting to to gain a more uh socialist take on things but actually once the muffalo just decided to make one destroy one thing she's like i've had it with this now and it was kind of I thought that's where I was going, and I was quite intrigued by that idea. So oh, I'd like to, hear, I'd like to hear more from the muffalo. Yeah, the muffalo might come back. Actually, um, that's actually way more deep than I was thinking. Huh. I literally had a a, a vag gag in my mind. I thought <laughs> you were going to have like two muffalos like hugging. Yeah, scissoring. Scissoring. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it might have been on for an A there. It sounds a bit. Yeah, I should have kept. You've, kept you've abandoned the wrong story there. Right? Yeah, I, I think I definitely have. Oh, Mark, blind me. Right. Okay. So a story has popped out into um, into the folder called "Balls Out for Brianna." Yeah. <laughs> is that the one? That's that's the one. Strong, strong title. Brianna is a bowling ball. Once one of the best bowling balls ever, Brianna was a favourite among many a lad. But Brianna is sad. The lads were now more interested in the newer, shinier bowling balls. Brianna is looking worse for wear. Nobody has put their fingers inside. <laughs> oh, fuck it up. Nobody has put their fingers inside Brianna for a long time. Then along came a man, a strong man with thick, muscular fingers. The man picked up Brianna and spanned her around. Brianna was so happy. The man put his fingers deep inside Brianna. He touched the sides. It's been so long. It feels so right. Brianna is very happy. The man blasted Brianna right up the alley. Do it again. <laughs> the man blasted Brianna even harder, right up there. Harder, <laughs> faster, again. Oh, grunted the man. Again. Oh, harder. Ha! Faster! Ho! <laughs> Buck, I'm so close. Ha! Harder, damn it! A bit to the right. The man gave Brianna everything he had. Ha! Ga! Wa! No! Yes! 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 Strike! <laughs> The strong man kissed Brianna. He totally <laughs> scored. Probably his best score ever. Brianna was fucking exhausted, but proper buzzing. Still got it, she thought. Later, she felt a bit sore, so applied some Caniston duo. It turned out the man hadn't washed his fingers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, oh. 
Uh, wow, once again, guys, this, is, um, this is not a kid's uh, podcast. Oh, well, Jesus just... Christ. So, yeah. Wow. So, uh, basically, a man uh... ended the bowling ball until the bowling ball had an orgasm. I feel like we've we've pissed off Mr. This is like giving Mr. Teacher the letter in episode yeah. six or whatever. We've pissed him off before he reads the actual story. Yeah. We probably should have yeah. just been these these ones. Yeah. That that's gotta come with an X rating that, that appears as a kind of a, an after yeah. afterthought. I I felt sick reading that. <laughs> I felt, felt a bit sick listening to it. <laughs> I was turned on. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I can go through the rest of the episode. I feel like I need a mouthwash. You should go and do that. Or have a beer. Oh, dear. Just <laughs> deflated. I'm deflated. Are you happy that one was rejected? Um, well, no, because I've still been made to read it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know what we were think... doing there. Like, I wouldn't have... Uh, Ryan started this, this trend. I've just been caught unawares, because I think if, I, if it had been submitted... I would have had a chance to read it in my head and then refuse to read it live. Yeah, Whereas sure. now I've been I've been tricked. blindsided and I've yeah. had to read it live. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Well, I liked it. That was excellent. First class Thanks. erotica. Cheers, bro. Uh, Elliot, uh, yeah, have you got yeah. one that you've abandoned? No. If and even if I did, I wouldn't want it read. All right. <laughs> well, that's that's a, that's a neat. Yeah, that's immediately getting you a third of a grade improvement, Elliot, on uh, on whatever you've submitted. A third of a grade, fucking hell! Yeah. Well, uh, so he gets an, a a plus if in, if it was going to be a normal. Yeah, but I've got to <gasps> say, both of those abandoned stories I liked. <laughs> what mixed messages mm. there? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it can make it, it can make you feel sick, but it's um. Ah. I mean, it, it, it. I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, author, but I don't think that it has the same uh, sociological commentary that, that the muffalo potentially has. Well, we, we all know that the, the muffalo doesn't have that, that commentary that was not the way Ryan was writing it. Um, no, but it's uh, in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? And neither does Brianna the bowling ball. No, there is uh, there are no layers to that. She's just a bowling ball and she got chucked down the alleyway a couple of times and yeah, you got, you got a strike, yeah. Well, no, I mean, if that's the way you interpreted it, that's on you. You've got the um, the filthy mime. It's just mm. a story about bowling. Um, yeah. To tell you. Makes me want to go and bowl. Hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm a, I, I really like the, the complete lack of subtlety with it. So as soon, as soon as the man approaches, he fingers her and you're straight into... <laughs> you, what? You, I don't know about fingering that, that. I mean, he he has. Have you been well, bowling? You have to put your fingers in inside the bowling ball. Uh, so well, no, I mean, Mr. Teacher doesn't do that. I just he, mentioned he just has that. a flat hand on the outside. Usually, the bowling ball isn't alive. You just palm it. Yeah, yeah. He part. Yeah. He puts some spin on it with a glove. Uses table tennis bat. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I tell you what. I I I do take it back. I thought. The word fingering was actually in there, but it doesn't. It just says nobody had put their fingers inside Brianna. Um, and the man put his fingers deep inside Brianna. So you're right, it's got nothing, there's there's no other connotations there apart from the fact that some guy's going bowling. You're right. Exactly. If you guys interpreted that story in any other way, then you're sick. Story number one. 
Okay, story one. Danton and Bonzo do a double rainbow. Danton the dolphin swam as fast as he could, directly towards the cruise ship. Check this out, Bonzo, he called out. Danton leapt from the water and soared over the top of the cruise ship, dragging an amazing rainbow across the sky in his wake. The passengers of the cruise ship went wild. They couldn't believe it. He had jumped so far. Splash! That was amazing, Danton. Now it's your turn, Bonzo. Oh, I can't do it, Danton. I'm not as brave as you. You can do anything you put your mind to, Bonzo. You just need to practice. I can't. It's too far. I can't swim that fast. You can do it, Bonzo. Just follow me. Bonzo looked worried. It's okay. Trust me. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go! Danton blasted off towards the cruise ship again, dragging water along behind him in his wake. Bonzo floated for a moment, a fish blurb next to him. Bonzo then decided to go for it. He swam as fast as he could and caught up with Danton. Here it comes, ready Bonzo? Jump with me, three, two, one, jump! Both dolphins leapt from the water and sailed over the cruise ship. Bonzo flew even higher than Danton and even did three front flips. The dolphins cast a double rainbow across the sky and the passengers of the cruise ship cheered louder than ever before. Bonzo shouted to Danton in midair, this is amazing, fucking amazing. Splash. I knew you'd do it, Bonzo, you were so brave. Bonzo couldn't fucking believe it. Let's do it again, said Bonzo. Both dolphins laughed and swam off together singing, swim, 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 swimming. I am a swimming under the sea. Swim, 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 swimming. Have a little jump or three. Very nice. Well, very wow. nicely read. Very nice. Without Return the of Danton. That actually was a, you know, could have been a children's story. I think Danton's really kind. He's nice Danton to the dolphins, He's always smiling. Yeah, he's always got a smile on his face. Yeah, and, and he was because uh, Bonzo Bonzo was pretty nervous there, wasn't he? Yeah, for a moment. Look out for Bonzo. Yeah, you now, can did see I know it's a tiny little nod to Point Break in there? Yeah, I like that Point you Break. Did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put that in there. Yeah. yeah, I thought it might be too obvious. No, thought it was good. <laughs> a couple of f bombs in there, but I thought it had, <laughs> had to be done. Yeah, but that was obviously very pleasant. That was yeah. Well, nice. I just didn't want to like I, shoot I myself you... in the foot with another U, like four U's. Would be, um, I think you, know, you ditched your bowling ball story and went with that, didn't you? Basically, you well, yeah, because it was four U's. It's that's definitely a U rating, isn't it? Come on, this so I thought, well, no, I want to, I want to get back on the leaderboard here. So, go bring back Danton and Bonzo. Yeah. I don't know. I think the bowling ball was an A. Get, get like, yeah, get yeah. on the. Well, I think it's your best ever story. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I will, I will give the bowling ball, uh, or to give it its full title, sorry, let's just remind ourselves, balls out for Brianna. Um, <laughs> I, I will give that a grade as well afterwards so you can see whether you, you made the right Oh, call. lovely. Oh, wonderful. Let's see what you could have won. Story number two. Story two. Author's notes, going for a cat in the hat vibe with the pacing. If pos, please slow down on the last two lines for greater impact. And story two is called, Don't Bully the Fat Kid. <laughs> Don't bully the fat kid. 
Henry's dad told him after he came home with a note from school. It's not nice to make a land whale whale or a heifer have the huff. So be kind to the chubs and the chunkers or your teacher will be gruff. Don't bully the ugly kid, Henry's dad said after another note from school. We shouldn't squelch a Sasquatch's spirit or fight a troglodyte. And if you speak to Buckface Swamp Donkey and have nothing nice to say, just keep quiet and carry on. Don't say anything, okay? Don't bully the stupid kid, he told his son after a call from the headmaster. Instead, step in and help. Fight on behalf of the halfwit. Be the champion of the chumps. Think a thought for the thickos and the feckless and give those nasty boys a thump. Fatties and fuggos, morons and knobnos, kids who have parents that are alkies and street hoes. There's so many reasons to pick on others, but just one to hold your tongue. So let's be nice to all those kids, or I'll kick you up the bum. The next day, Henry went to school with a different point of view. He didn't wedgie Reggie or nut Nathan in the Nadgers. He abstained from staining Vicky's shirt with the turds left by Badgers. Then he saw Tom Nightingale, and though he wasn't thick or fat, he still angered Henry more than words, that ginger little twat. Daddy, Daddy, I've done it, he said when he got home. I've done what you have asked. I left everyone alone. I nearly hit Tom Nightingale. Instead, I let him past. It took everything I had not to boot him up the arse. Ah, oh, that's great, my boy, his father said. I'm glad you've managed that. You now see not to bully anyone, even ginger little twats. Just processing that. <laughs> not, not happy. Just shaking his head. Al, do you want to say anything while Ryan is thinking? Um, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's mixed messages in that. It's, that's uh, that's what I was. That's what I'm. It's, a, it's a confusing, yeah, um, jumble of words. Uh, I don't know what's yeah, right and wrong Ryan's... in that story. <laughs> well, it's, it's got a strong anti-bullying thing, which is. I don't think it has because every <laughs> single word in it was bullying some form of society. No, it wasn't. It was saying not not to do those things. Yeah, whilst whilst bullying them in the in the language. Ooh, and was you going for that, Elf? No, it's just a you know, it's a nice anti-bullying thing. You know, it's it's basically like hashtag be kind in in poetry form. I'm going to have yeah. to sit with this. Can't can't give an opinion right now. <laughs> he looks upset. Is I guess sto story three then. Well, story three then. Absolute silence. People are shook. Story number three. Okay, story three is called Naughty Simon Clicking Channels. And we've got parts going on here. So there are three parts. Part one, the TV show Simon is watching. Timmy Trundle shouted, Bundle! The dog crawled out of the bog. Silly old Billy got chilly with Millie, 
in the fridge at the back of the shop. Old Farmer Joe now appeared on the show. He was Simon's favourite. He got hit by a bus and caused a big fuss while his corpse was scraped off the pavement. Part two, what happened next? Simon ate jelly and smashed up the telly. He's not allowed sugar, it sends him ooga booga. When his mum got home, she picked up the phone and cried all night to Auntie Joan. Riddle me this, said fat Uncle Chris. How the fuck are you gonna watch police interceptors now? Part three, making amends. Simon felt bad for what he had done. He'd broken the telly right in front of his mum. He thought of a plan to make it all right. He called the police and caused a big fright. Then the coppers arrived, guns drawn and dogs barking. Simon looked at his mum and mouthed police interceptors and winked. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what happened. In what the fuck was there? Yeah. <laughs> What's the message? <laughs> What's the message? <laughs> Sorry, that, that goes in the pointlessness week. That was, what the fuck even was that? I literally put the last word on that as I as like as I entered the Zoom call. Oh god, I've got tears. That's so bad. Fuck you, know. Uh, you know, I forgot. I'd forgotten. I wrote that he winked. Uh, <laughs> so so, so stupid. Messed up. It's like because he wanted to get the real life interceptors there for a, so he caused like a bomb scare or something. Oh, is that what? Yeah, that's right. what, I was, going, that's what what... I was going for. So he's watching police interceptors, but he broke the telly, and then well, he actually... that's his mum's favourite show. And um, uh... and he broke the TV because he got high on sugar of his jelly. Then he then he um tried to make it up to her by calling it in like a bomb scare or something. Right, okay. <laughs> and the dogs turned up with the with the flying squad. And then he winked, he mouthed, I just he mouthed at her. Oh, I'm like I'm reading some. I was listening to someone else's story. Like I hadn't just written that. Jesus Christ. I just laughed so hard at my own words. That's how you know it's good. Oh, I actually, as it's as I sit with it, I'm so happy I submitted it that one. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, yeah, I still don't get what the uh <clears throat> What he was, what quite he was going for there is it just a kid trying to make his mum happy yeah, in his own. Yeah, he made he made a mistake right. and he tried to make up for it, um, but he got it. You know, went a bit too far. Uh, if I, I think if I had more time, would have made it a bit clearer that he was what he was doing. I, I didn't quite like the um, the whole Pulp Fiction thing you was going for there, part one, part two. That that didn't work for me. That kind of really confused the tone more than anything. I mean, yeah, I think it should have just been one continuous thing. Yeah, okay. that would have worked fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's, yeah. Fair enough. Not bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that was so stupid. Oh, my God, it's grading time. Okay, so story one... Uh, is Danto and Bonzo do a double rainbow? All right. So story one. Uh, let's start with let's start with some what went well, some things I really like about it. Um, I think that yeah, two characters that are perfectly at home in a children's story, aren't they? One who has got the confidence, who can show the other one how to do things, can 
kind of support and nurture uh, the less confident one. It is it's uh, it's a classic children's conventional story, and therefore it fits very nicely within the genre. Um, I particularly like the Point Break reference, and I'm sure many parents reading it would would enjoy that as well. I think that that works really really well. It's also the type of story where the way it's structured means that you can see it on the page. You can kind of see how the book would look. And I imagine the artwork, I imagine some really nice rainbow drawings and some little people on the boats. And that's yeah. part of it, isn't it? When you go into the children's story genre, it's not just about the language. And I'm actually a little bit disappointed, I might have to say, that there, there hasn't been some artwork that's accompanied uh, these. I'll but generate I, some right now. Um, but I can but I can see how that would work with story one. So um yeah it's it, it is good i think um I'm, i think i might have been there with this with this writer before i'm gonna have to give a at least of a third of a markdown for some um some lacking in punctuation so uh there are some sentences i mean apart from apostrophes there are sentences that don't have full stop which is just plain lazy as far as i'm concerned so that needs a third of a mark deduction um <laughs> I've got, a, I do have an issue with the F-bomb being chucked in at the end because it's a story that is so within the children's story, within the children's story genre, that by throwing that in at the end, I think it detracts from what is otherwise a really nice story and one that works well. So there's not, you either need to then go F-bomb crazy um, to, to kind of subvert that genre, or it needs to be, uh, needs to be kept pure, I think, and innocent. Um, Hmm. Yeah, all fair points. I was, uh, I was torn on the f bomb. Yeah, I thought, well, I'll, I'll throw it in there anyway, because why not? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's solid. I think it's within a, as I say, it's, it works perfectly well. It's probably the best of the three in terms of the within the children's genre, the children's story genre, doesn't it? Um, and there's some nice touches in there. It's getting again a very solid. Again, I get a very solid C grade. Ha ha ha, happy music. Ha ha ha, happy, happy music. Ah, I see. That's good. Shouldn't, shouldn't look that in the mouth. Wow, in the first Dolphin one, got a B, I think, B plus. Oh, that's a nice. Oh. Look at that. There you go. Yeah, I'm that just boost, displaying that the artwork. A little bit? The benefit of the listeners, here's the artwork. It's that, two yeah. dolphins drawn in crayon, jumping over a cruise ship. It's a big rainbow in the background, but... It's not quite accurate because the in the story the rainbow came out of their tails, didn't it? Yeah, from the spray. Yeah, I mean it's not bad for like a, a ten seconds <laughs> <laughs> rendering. That's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, lovely. <laughs> there you go. Wonderful. Look at all these. These are great. Mm. <laughs> they make me happy. <laughs> okay, story two. So story two. Let's just go back to it. Uh, So by giving the title, Don't Bully the Fat Kids, this is immediately the author subverting the genre because it's not, you're never going to pick that up, are you? In the library, you're never going to no. go over to a story and decide, yeah, I'm, that's a good book for my child uh, to read or for me to read, Don't Bully the Fat Kids. So I like the fact that the, the author has put us into that place of subverting the genre with the title, which then does come through with the language that's used in there as well. 
I think there's there should be a mark given or a grade increase from the fact that some of the best children's stories also introduce children to a wider vocabulary. And so we've got things in there. Uh, to be honest, I had to look up Sasquatch. I'd never heard of Sasquatch before, which apparently means Bigfoot. What? You've never heard of that? No. That's astonishing to me. Never come across it. Uh, and then you've got troglodyte in there. So I think there's an element of increasing and enhancing children's language, which I think is deserves credit. I think the use of genre tropes as well within the children's genre, you get lots of alliteration, lots of rhyme, lots of um, sort of careful pacing. I think the pacing is off a little bit at times. It doesn't quite have the rhythm that you'd want it to have. Uh, it's there in some places. Um, so there's lots of things that I think are, work really well. I mentioned that some rhyme, some rhythms at work. It's going to get it's going to get a, a third of a grade deduction for the use of heifer in there as a as a as a negative term so <laughs> that's um that that's obviously not allowed uh, that balances out the third of the grade plus that you got for not submitting an extra story not sure indeed. about that indeed but uh I, I think it's good i think it i think it's um it picks up on the on the on the, on the genre convention it plays with them yes it's not polished and i think with with more work and more refinement there's probably a more, there's more to do, particularly on the on the rhythm of it. Um, I, I think it's a good piece of work. I, I think it's a good piece of work. B plus. Ha ha ha! Happy music. Ha ha ha! Happy happy music. Very nice. B plus. That's decent. Blimey. B plus. I'm. Um, yeah, me too. I'm. Uh, I am. Um, I'm still not reconciled with that story. Something. Something's bugging me about it. <laughs> I don't get why. It's not even that complicated. It was a very mean story. <laughs> yeah, but it was taking the analysis was so the... nice. Yeah, there's but no there's, rainbows there's, in your story. There's something again, and uh, apologies if this is. Um, if it, well, not not apologies if there's not an intention because I'll come back to this. Remind me about kind of intentions and. Uh, death of the author. Have I, have I banged on about that before? No, that sounds right. interesting. All right, so, uh, but what one of the things that I think worked really well here again, what I'm picking up from it is that that whole message that uh, parents and teachers will give about bullying equals bad, be kind, etc. There is a there is a certain amount of it that is at a surface level. And actually what parents and teachers are perhaps more guilty of is um, not following through on, 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 on with their actions. And therefore it's just a line that is, that is given rather than, and this highlighting perhaps the, uh, yeah, the, the, the deep lying uh, feelings that, uh, that adults have. Uh, they just don't want to necessarily be overt about passing on to their kids. Yeah, is that what you? Yeah, is that what you? Well, no, yeah, because the, the, the dad is <laughs> yeah, was, was it? No, I don't think it was. <laughs> was it? Bullshit. The dad is obviously, you know, not very kind of au fait with with um, you know, using the right terminology because he's using all of these these terms that you just shouldn't use. So yeah, that is what I was going for, and yeah, I was taking the piss out of the you know of of the genre and subverting it. So yeah. Oh, okay, now you've said that, I I kind of like it a bit more. 
so he that the dad was in the wrong too it wasn't just a joke that so you could get in all of these insults but disguise them as an anti-bullying message yeah well i mean it, the, the the running theme is anti-bullying but um but yeah it's just done in a different way all right but what was the last line? Is it's, it's okay to bully gingers? No, my, that my original one was going going to say that just um, just to upset my wife, but <laughs> but no, it said the last line, the last two lines. But can were, we run that one back, Mister Teacher? The last one, um, something about yeah. ginger. You you now see not to bully anyone, even ginger little twats. So you can't so it's saying you can't bully anyone, even gingers. Uh huh, and just the word twats in the children's yeah. book B plus, yeah. <laughs> so there's a there, there is a deliberate subversion of the exactly. of the genre from the title, and so it's not as if you get to the end and you're surprised by the word twat because you've been introduced to it from the title. Oh, hmm. that's what the difference was between that and your F book. Right. So yeah, you essentially, I, I did you fuck did, it up with the F bomb. You did something that you could actually read to a child until <laughs> until you started putting F bombs. A couple of F bombs in there, yeah. If well, you change it to I'm... flipping, so Mr. Teacher hyperlipping. If you yeah. changed it to flipping because it's got a dolphin theme, would that have upped his grade from a C? Uh yeah, it might have been. I'm I'm talking a lot about thirds of grades, aren't I, tonight? But I think, yeah, yeah I think possibly a third of a third of a grade. Interesting. Uh, okay. So it would have been on the theme of the story, dolphins flipping, flipper, yeah. That would have been much better. Yeah. Is it possible to one week have a have a theme where you take one of your stories and redraft it? Because this is a classical, classic teacher thing to do, is say you redraft it and you aim for a better grade by making these little tweaks. Well then it would have to be one of the ungraded, would it? Yeah, or that it's absolutely awful, and you're trying, yeah, you're trying to make a seismic shift. Talking of awful, let's go on to story three. Yes. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I thought he was going to go one or two ways with it. I have a genius or awful, nothing in between. Uh, it sounds well, like he's gone the awful route. I am caught between between the two. I've got to say, because do you know what? Uh, you know, I'm not trying to sway you, but I am too. I have, I was really, I just submitted it at the last minute. I thought, oh fuck! But hearing it back. I was. It was joyful, especially when he mouthed police interceptors and winked. I don't even know where that came from. That felt like it wasn't even me writing it. I loved that bit. Um, but anyway, I carry on. Uh, yeah, no, it is awful. At the oh. <laughs> <laughs> landed on that side. Right. Um, as I say, I'm still quite disturbed by the title. Naughty Simon clicking channels just gives me a sense that this child is watching pornography. Well, he's not. He's watching uh, Tommy Trundle bundling and... Yeah, no, I get that. But the title is called Naughty Simon Clicking Channels. Yeah, because he broke the TV. Mm. All right. Um, yeah, I agree on the on the peer assessment of the part one, part two, part three. I think that just detracts from the... Just the narrative as a whole. And you okay. lose sense of kind of where you are and who's who and that kind of stuff. Because it breaks it down. Maybe it's it's the reader necessarily doesn't read it and you just go straight into the next part. But it does have that mentioned pulp fiction, which is a kind of a um are we are we familiar with post-structuralism? No, go on. No. So post-structuralism 
in essence, talks about the idea of moving away from a really clearly structured, defined narrative and maybe playing around with time and space, um, changing characters. So that's exactly what Tarantino likes to do, most notably in Pulp Fiction. Um, and so you move into more episodic narratives and, and where you have certain scenes that are built in and then it all sort of comes together at the end. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. But that's not really uh, what happened here, though, is it? Like, because Pulp Fiction, you had different people, like, focusing on different people, whereas the whole the whole of this story was just the mum and the boy. Yeah, clearly you were just watching Police Interceptors before the before we decided to meet up. And it, and it said, like, it said part two, and it said part three. I don't know where it three. came from. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't you know where it came from. the adverts. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it in, like, a decade. Yeah. Um, makes so, so the language and the structure of the sentences is on point because it it does um, it it does mirror the language that you get the really simple short sentences that you, you got get a favourite line, Mister Teacher. Um, no, not one that not one that springs to mind. <laughs> uh, I, I like I do like the opening Timmy Trundle shouted bundle. I do like it. And the dog crawled out of the bog. I mean, I'm not quite sure if those two are linked in any way. It's just all things happening on his TV show. Right, okay. Are you just flicking through channels? I think so, yeah. Right, okay. I think that might need a little bit of, of work. Um, right, so all of these are different channels. Timmy Trundle, dog crawling out of the bog, silly old Billy got chilly with Millie in the fridge at the back of the shop, <laughs> Farmer Joe. They're all different. They could be. Right, yeah. okay. I was going to have okay. the word click between them originally, but yeah. I deleted it. I, yeah, I think that makes more sense. Um, Simon ate jelly and... Yeah, okay. I it's mean, mashed it, up the telly. Yeah, it, so it does... It does make more sense now, yeah. It does. It really does make more sense. And it does... It also... I, I, it moves, like in children's stories, what you get is things happening really quickly and you're moving from one scenario to another because you need to get in a story within a very short time frame. You want yeah. everyone wants to put their kids to bed. You always want to go for the shortest story possible so you can get that over and done with and then and then get on with the, get on with your evening. But you know, you've and you've got that because you move from the kid watching programs to then suddenly eating a bit of jelly and just smashing <laughs> smashing up the telly. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's what he does. Um but I, the more I read it, the more I'm actually beginning to like it. I, it's not fully, it's not fully realised. But I really, I do like the idea of this kid who doesn't mean any harm at all. He has smashed up the t he smashed up the TV without him realising. But at the heart of all of this is a really nice kid who doesn't want to hurt his mum in any way. <laughs> and just get stupid. And just get to it's getting it's getting less stupid. Like what you do, dive in. Yeah, and just and just he tries his best, but it and it's just the the reality that the kid lives in is so far removed from the reality. But there's something quite lovely about that is the fact that he decides to make up for this by calling the police. And then on the back of this, you've got a SWAT team that arriving at his house because he ate some jelly and smashed the TV up. Um, <laughs> I quite like it. I um, can't believe I'm laughing so much. I'm so ashamed. 
So we've oh, analysed our way into, into it being good from yeah. being, from oh, it being shit. It's, it's, it's actually genius. It's, it's yeah. really... <laughs> genius, yeah. It's genius. And it just oh. came out at the last second. Right, there, there, are, there are massive problems with it. Right? <laughs> there are massive, massive problems with it. This apart is a, from... a roller coaster of a yeah, routine. I'm, I'm apart so... from, <laughs> apart from the things you mentioned about the parts, apart from the fact that when you first read it, it doesn't make any sense. Now that is a massive problem. You went and with with lots of other genres. You're happy to go back to um, an of mice and men or a To Kill a Mockingbird to get a second reading, a third reading, and to get those deeper layers. That's not the idea behind a children's story to go and read it for seven times before you get the meaning of it, because it's aimed at maybe four and five year olds, um, and so. You know the the fact that I that, that we're enjoying it when we sort of juggle around with the ideas and swill it around a bit is besides the point because we are not the target audience. Unless, of course, that is the plan, and actually, this is a children's story written for an adult who wants to have something. Yeah, I think you've got to have stuff in there for adults. I mean, I, I don't know what it's like for you, Alex, and you, Mister Teacher, when you read your kids' books um, to your kids, but don't you love it when there's like a a little bit of enjoyment in there for you as well and it goes over the kid's head yeah yeah it is a balancing act though like I f- yeah i've really struggled with that with the uh the bowling ball story yeah, yeah. uh that was so good honestly <laughs> i wish you'd submitted that one it was really good i mean but let, let's put it this way if i were to read naughty simon clicking channels to my four-year-old louis I'm not sure he'd be on board. Uh, what about a six-year-old? No. But would you be on board though, as the as the reader? I'm, I think you would. I'm now I'm now really on board. I want to go back and uh, and read it again. I think of all of the stories in in this podcast that we've done, I think it's the the one that has moved the most in terms of a grade. A head scratcher. Um, yeah, and it's you know if we the more we go on with this episode, if this was to go on for another half hour, we could be talking about so not. an a, you know an A star. But if we if I'm going to come up, <laughs> I think we should end it here then. We just talk ourselves <laughs> into an A star. Like. <laughs> so this has really got potential because this is this is really original. It is really original, really mm. original because it's a Thank it's you. a kid's it's a kid's perception. Um, and it's almost written in his style, so it's almost the, kind of the way. It's, yeah, there's re- there's really a lot to like. It, this would be one of those that I'd put the grade down, and then it would be it would come with a C me, ah, because I'd want to speak to the individual about, uh, you know, with with tweaks. This and this I'd initially feel very important, but then when you actually started telling me, I'd get very disheartened. Yeah, that's that, okay. that sort of thing. So look, it is let, let as I say, it is rubbish. Um, but it it, it, it means all, it's, all, all over the place with this feedback. I'm so confused. Uh, so, so so it's a so so it's a it's a D plus. Fucking God, bruv, what are you fucking doing, bruv? You're so shit, bruv. You got a D or less, bruv, you need to up your game, bruv.
Oh fuck. <laughs> B plus. I thought we I thought we'd talked ourselves up to at least a B plus here. Oh, that, I was uh, absolutely shocked at that. So yeah. hang on. With so are you basically saying it's a D plus, but with a couple of tweaks, it's an A star? Yeah, I mean it might need more than a couple of tweaks. It's gonna need those sound Three effects. Three tweaks. It's gonna, it's gonna need is oh, I'm interested to see what what's his name, Simon? Naughty Simon. No, so I wanna I wanna see Simon's face. And si you've got to love Simon, haven't you? You've got to be Oh yeah. You, but Simon's got to be quite a vulnerable looking child in the one that you have sympathy for and you want to um vulnerable little maniac. Yeah, exactly. So I can see that with the right images, with some sound effects going on, with taking away the parts. Um, yeah, I, I could I could give this anything. This could be a this could I mean it's it's not. That's what I'm feeling. Yeah, it's like you want to spin a wheel. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much that. I, I'm gonna stick with D plus. Um, but oh. I'd like to, I'd like to I'd like to give it another mark when. Um, with with some with some draft redrafting. Oh, were you going to give Al his grade for his bowling ball story? Um. Yeah, is it better than a C? I mean, it made me feel sick. So I'm not sure you can give a C grade or above to that. So no, I think <laughs> I think it would have been there. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. But uh, it would have got a D. A D? There's really nothing in it. But you made the right choice. You made the right call. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. I really thought Fair it was a, just a U, just get thrown out. I liked it. I mean, maybe maybe it was a not really a kid story in any shape or form, but I liked it anyway. Well, I, think the, I think the Muffalo is the same. I think the, the Muffalo is, has got real promise. Um, but that, that, that would get a D as well. Fair enough. I was bloody shocked after... After that debate. Um, okay, well, appreciate it. So shall I just do the scoreboards and then, Mr. Teach, you can give us a, uh, a subject for next week. So last week we left on Alex with 74.5, Elliot on 78 in second place, and me just in first place with 79. After Alex's C, Elliot's B+, and my D plus we are in last place it's still Alex but he's on 80 then we've got in second place Ryan Ooh. on 83.5 points which means Elliot for the first time in 15 weeks you are in the lead in the lead with 85.5 wow. points wow congratulations oh, well done mate thanks congratulations if if I just Oh, thrown a couple of extra words in mine. I could have had an A star. I think that's not true. <laughs> that's what I'm going to tell myself. <laughs> Mr. Teacher's actually already said that that's not true. <laughs> no, that's what I'm going to tell myself. Um, so, uh, Mr. Teacher, what's our subject for next week? I'm going to go with. I'm going to go a bit left field. Mm hmm. Uh, so you've all got to write a story with the title of The High Street. Oh, I like it. <laughs> all right, see ya. All right. See all right. Cheers. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Small Fictions Podcast. Email us with questions, stories of your own, or anything at all at smallfictions at gmail.com. 
the TV show Simon is watching. Timmy Trundle shouted, Bundle! Bundle! The dog crawled out of the bog. Silly old Billy got chilly with Millie in the fridge at the back of the shop. <laughs> old Farmer Joe now appeared on the show. He was Simon's favourite. He got hit by a bus and caused a big fuss while his corpse was scraped off the pavement. Part two, what happened next? Simon ate jelly and smashed up the telly. He's not allowed sugar, it sends him booger booger. When his mum got home, she picked up the phone and cried all night to Auntie Joan. Riddle me this, said fat Uncle Chris. How the fuck are you gonna watch police interceptors now? Hmm. Part three, making amends. Simon felt bad for what he had done. He'd broken the telly right in front of his mum. He thought of a plan to make it all right. He called the police and caused a big fright. Then the coppers arrived, guns drawn and dogs barking. Simon looked at his mum and mouthed, police interceptors, and whipped. decides to to make up for this by calling the police um and then on the back of this you've got some a SWAT team that arriving at his house because he ate some jelly and smashed the tv up um <laughs> i quite like it <laughs>